talking about what makes your life better. For that and more, stay tuned. You're listening to the Paul Prosize Podcast. And now Paul Prosize. Guys, every almost every one of my podcasts so far has been doing something better. How, how do we get better as people, as influencers, as creators, as just um, people on the internet? And I've pointed out a lot of things. I've pointed out some journalism things that have gone on and just how we can be better. Um, I've talked directly to fellow creators, people that um, put stuff out on the internet um, and uh, just create social commentary or um, gaming stuff that I've been involved in. And um, I, I've kind of hit that hard. And I want to I talk today about the basis of some of that um, mindset for me. Um, so it's going to be probably a little bit more of a personal podcast than what we've done in the, in the, um, the past on the other podcasts. And, um, I think it's important to establish pretty much a baseline for all the things that I'm talking about and why I do the things that I do. Um, so a, a lot of the things on, on social media, um, as we've said so many times are, are rough or um, rude and false. And so we tend to do that or we tend to bury ourselves in, in the, um, the world of um, I'm better than you or I know better than you, all that kind of stuff. And so on today's episodes, I'm going to talk about, uh, that topic. And I believe that, um, we all need to hear this. Um, if you've seen any of my stuff, um, in the last, uh, since today, um, uh, my YouTube channel or Facebook stuff or things that I put out, um, you may have some inkling where this is going. Um, I put out a, uh, how did we get here video? Um, and I encourage you to do that. You can find that, um, on any of my social media platforms, um, at Paul Procise, um, on Twitter and Instagram or any of the places that you can find me, um, Facebook, I have a, a, um, a public page. You can find that just Google or type Paul Procise in there. Um, and then on YouTube, I have a channel as well. I put this stuff out there, um, because I, I do believe that we need to do better and I intend to have really tough conversations about things that I can do better. And I want to preface this out by saying I am the worst on so many things. And I think a lot of times that this becomes the, these kind of platforms and talking to people becomes more, more therapeutic. And, and so often we find out that people that are claiming um, purity in specific topics are sometimes the worst in these topics. So I want to come before you and say, guys, I have been terrible, especially in the past on the social media and presentation and, and the um, conversations I've had with people. Um, and I hope, um, just like in all things, as we mature and get older, that we get better, that I become less trolly, if you will, um, and become more open-handed um, and, and just willing to say, come, come, and come with your ideas. 
we can have great disagreements and great conversations about things. But what we need to stop doing is saying the things that are hurtful and nasty to each other today. Um, one of the things I saw was Herman Cain passed away, sadly. And if you remember, he was a presidential candidate and, um, he obviously did not become president, but he, um, ran and the things that have been said about him just on the day of his death, it doesn't matter how he died, have been absolutely abhorrent. And I despise all of that talk. But then I'm also going to call out the other people that are saying that see that Ruth Bader Ginsburg has gone to the hospital and they see it as an opportunity. Hey, we can flip the the Supreme Court a, another way, potentially. I hope she dies. And I just think that if you're going to be mad about people saying nasty things about Herman Cain, but you're willing to say things nasty about Ruth Bader Ginsburg in public, I think you're losing your platform or losing your credibility to be fair or balanced and all that kind of stuff. I just, I just believe that we can be doing better and we can have these really hard conversations. Do I agree with Ruth Bader Ginsburg? I believe she's been terrible on so many things. I don't believe she is doing good in the world. And that's my perspective. A lot of her judgments have been absolutely terrible. I'm sure if we dig into it, you can say, but what about this decision? What about this decision? And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's good. I think what we do is we tend to pick out the bad and focus on that and not focus on the good. And that's what sells, frankly. And if I gain any <laughs> momentum with this podcast, I think it might even be from like clips of videos and things that when I'm holding somebody accountable, people are like, yeah, get them. And the stuff that won't do so well is when I'm saying, hmm, maybe we need to rethink these things and let's look at the other side. So I just, I just think that we need to do better, as I keep saying and keep harping on. Have you guys ever seen an expert at their craft? And, and I'm talking like the master experts, the, the craftsmen have you ever seen like a woodworker that just is like excel excels? It just makes the most beautiful furniture or most beautiful, I don't know, um, like sculptures out of wood. Or, you know, you think to Michelangelo and you think of all of the like the the painters and Leonardo da Vinci and all these amazing masters at their craft. We we tend to um think of like these masters doing such amazing work. Um, for me, like one of the things that I aspired to, I, I, I mean, it's just like one of those maybe more pipe dreams than anything, but I would have loved to have been a filmmaker. And I, I look at filmmakers as amazing artists when they do it right. And one of the things that I've learned is doing some film work and doing some things is it almost can never be done by yourself. And when you look at like a lot of the artists, they have people helping them out, do that kind of stuff. And especially, especially when it comes to filmmaking, um, especially like, like Hollywood films or big, big budget films, you have giant teams. You have people down from the key grips, um, 
and all the way up to the director. You have the, the writers and the producers and you have all of these people. And at its best, there are just many, many people making sure that that craft is good. And one of the things that um, I think we lose track on is that one actor that gets the nomination for whatever award or the director that was behind that. Like there's the typically what we see is there's this one person that gets credit for a lot of this stuff. And we tend to forget about the team or the people behind the scenes that make things better. And so one of the things I I always think of and I hear, like I, I, I love to listen to things and I pick up nuances in music. And this is probably like a background. I started playing uh, piano when I was, I think six years old. And then it developed into playing other instruments. I think I picked up the trumpet at one point in time. And then I picked up um, the drums. I started playing drums really until, um, you know, just a few years ago, I kind of put the sticks down and haven't played it. Um, and then I picked up an interest in playing guitar and singing. And um, I just, uh, I I hear so out of that as I hear subtle differences, and um, in the movie industry you have like uh, they're called foley artists they they're the ones that like make this stuff just amazing, and anytime I think of like what makes a really good movie, I start my mind goes to the music I love I love the music and I love the foley the the music the sound effects and all that kind of stuff. Um, and it just makes a movie just so much better. And then there's a lot of other things in, in life um, that we, we think that make our lives better. We go around and we think of, um, you know, like our favorite restaurant. And maybe it's a routine. We go there once a month. We do a, a date with our, our spouses or our, our significant other. And we... Um, just enjoy that time. And for a time, it makes our lives better. So we have that, that those kind of things in our lives. We, we do a lot of things to try to really make our lives better in a lot of different ways. Whether that's exercising, that's not something I, I mean, I technically, I, I, I do exercise because I'm way overweight and I know that I need to work on that. So I'm trying to make my life better in that. Um, being a father of three, I'm constantly making mistakes. Being married for 20 years, I've made a million mistakes, and I try to make my life better through these things. Um, so I just I just got to thinking, um, and just also some of the things I'm saying come from um, the church that I belong to. Um, the one, and so some of this conversation does revolve around spiritual things. Um, so I'm now that half of you clicked off and the rest of you have stayed on, um, let's have some honest conversations about what's making our lives better and what's not possibly. Now, the thing that I posted on social media, and again, you can find that on my Facebook page and I would love for you to go and like it and share it. Um, go to YouTube and share it wherever you can um, subscribe and all that kind of stuff like that. Those things really do help me get this, these messages out to the masses. 
But what I'm going to do is I'm going to play just for a second um, that video. Um, and if you're listening on the podcast and not watching me on YouTube, um, you may miss a little subtlety, but I believe that you'll be able to hear the message of what this video is saying. Here we go. How did we get here? When sweet land of liberty is anything but. When big tech shuts you out and we're too concerned with selfies and influencers and walk right by the downtrodden and the broken. How did we get here? When Purple Mountain's majesty is replaced with riots and hate and angry posts and friendships are ruined. When the nuclear family is targeted and said to be privileged when you can no longer share your thoughts or be deleted or blocked or ridiculed. How did we get here? When the doors are slammed shut to our places of worship and told to back down and not sing. And if you talk, you better cover your mouth. When we're told to stand six feet apart, a hug is too dangerous and all contact with loved ones is removed. And you can no longer attend a loved one's dying last moments. You can't even go to the funerals or be fined or put in jail. But I say to you, there is hope for the future. It's not the right wing or the radio personality or Hollywood celebrity. Our hope can be found in nothing less, not in the social media warriors or the guru or the metaphysical. But I tell you today that the hope is found in Jesus Christ and righteousness. I'm not going to find hope in the politicians or the government, but I find resolve in the one that does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts. So look to your loved ones, gather together and take up your cross. I know times may be tough in the future, that this land of the free may take its knee and it may bend. But I know how the story goes and he wins in the end. And that's where we're going. Well, I, uh, not sure really what to say after that, other than I hope that that message rings true to you. And I know that uh, people that listen to me are not all followers of Christ. I get that. Maybe you're, you belong to a different faith or you're atheist. And I, I just want to say first and foremost, that I love you and that I encourage you to engage with the, me continually that we can agree to disagree on some faith issues. We can agree to disagree on any of these issues. Um, but that's, that's where my basis is. That's where my understanding is. And so I am, um, I'm encouraged, um, that there is a path out of this and we can talk about the horrible things that are happening and the, um, the groups that are behind some of these movements of, of instability. There's, there's some really large organizations that have really good, um, funding, that are, are supporting movements that are, are pushing agenda that is anti-family, anti-God, anti-American. 
that they hate what we stand for. And even though it would be a terrible day, terrible occurrence, possibly some extremely bad things in the future could happen. America is a great experiment. It's been amazing for so many years. It's not perfect. Just like none of us are perfect. There's pasts, there's things, there's bad presidents, there's bad things, there's bad things in all things. But there's also been amazing, amazing things that have come out of this country. But if it fails, we know that there is somebody there for us. And, I'm, and I know I'm speaking for the Christians. I get that. But I, I hope that we can unite in the effort to be good people at, at a bare minimum, that we can do things better. One of the phrases and kind of where I'm bringing this from is from the church, our church, and this hat says JMLB that I'm wearing, and it, and it stands for Jesus Makes Life Better. There's a lot of things that can make our lives better, kind of. And one of the things I'm not going to tell you is Jesus makes your life perfect. Jesus makes your life painless. Jesus makes it's just in, in how I go about it, um, engaging with people and in how I hope that I can engage with my family and my friends that I, that the foundation and the things that I find in the Bible and in the things that we do as a community that we do things better because Jesus is in our life. So that's where I want to go today is that we can continue to do things better and better and better. And even though the things around us may be terrible, it could be that way. We've had an amazing, amazing experience here in America where we're really not all that prosecuted and most the worst things that have happened are getting shut out of Twitter and Facebook and maybe getting fired from a job because of our beliefs. That's been pretty much, for the most part, the worst that happens. But it can get worse, and I'm encouraging you to have a conversation with somebody near you that knows Jesus. I don't have all the answers. I, I go to a church out in Aurora, Colorado called Eastern Hills, and I would encourage you to look at their videos and think for yourself and say, is what these guys saying, is this something that rings true to me? There's many, many, many other churches that believe exactly the same thing, and we're just using language maybe you've never heard of. I'm hoping that I'm bringing something you, to you today. And I've told you from the very beginning that we're going to have tough conversations, and I'm hoping that this is a tough conversation for you and maybe a bit of a heart check. I know it is for me. I wrote that video in probably about five minutes, all the words, I heard a song. I was going through, um, thinking about doing another video, and I heard that song, and just it just hit me. And it was a little bit maybe inspired by Paul Harvey and some of his amazing talks that he would give. And I just thought that, you know what, we need to start doing things and putting things to our friends and our family, start doing better.
So if this message rings true to you, if it means something to you, share it, please get it out there. Start using this as a way to engage better. The very first person, amazingly enough, that I'm not going to call him out or anything, and I hope it doesn't insult him, but the very first person that liked the video that I shared on social media wasn't even a Christian. In fact, it was a Jew. And I just think that we have a better message, and again, we can agree to disagree on these things. But there is truth in what I'm saying here that we can look to the future, not worry about everything that's going on around us, and put some hope in God. I love the opportunity to come to you guys. I think what I'm doing um, is fun. And there's other opportunities tonight. I'm going to do some more fun things and and it's going to be an encouraging time. It's going to be top three podcast. We're going to record our very first episode and we're going to review things from beers to candies to whatever, whatever top three things we can think of. We're going to review and make our list of top three stuff. I think it's going to be a great thing. And we're not going to talk about politics. We're not going to talk. Hopefully we're not, you know, we'll, we'll have maybe some discussions, but we're not going to make it. We're just going to make it entertaining. So everything that I'm doing right now is really to try to do and be a change and have good things out there for people. One of the, one of the things that I'm really hopeful for is that you'll start engaging with each other you'll start engaging with me. Find me on paulprocise.com. Find me on Parler. Parler is a great opportunity. If you are concerned about the things that are going on with Twitter and the shadow banning and all that kind of stuff, find me on Parler or Locals. Locals is an amazing platform as well. It's a great way to support me on things that I'm in my, some of my efforts through subscriptions and stuff like that. Find me on YouTube. Find this podcast on YouTube. I'd love for you to like and subscribe. Guys, my name is Paul Procise. You guys have a good day.